Today, I want to tell you about a person that fascinates me for a very long time and whose story is complex and complicated. Her name is Julia Bristiger. She was born in 1902 and I got to know about her through her son, who was a prominent musicologist and whose seminar de musica I attended. Julia Bristiger was the only woman who held one of the highest positions in the security apparatus of the People's Republic of Poland, so in communist Poland. She was a doctor of philosophy, a poet and a writer. She was a Holocaust survivor. She was also a devoted communist. In 1944, she joined the Ministry of Public Security and two years later, she became the director of its fifth department, responsible for religious, political and social organizations. Until now, her role in the communist apparatus remains ambiguous. The urban legend has it that she was extremely violent and cruel and that she took personal joy in torturing male prisoners, to which she owes her nickname, Bloody Luna. The stories about her brutality circulate around and are regularly repeated in many newspapers and journal articles. You can even find some of these stories on Wikipedia. All of that had led to the common and popular perception of Julia Bristiger as an infamous anti-hero of the previous regime. In fact, these claims are not substantiated in historical documents, eyewitness accounts or survivors' testimonies. Her biographer, Patricia Bukalska, did not find any evidence of such claims in the archives or victims who could testify to that. In fact, many legends and myths surrounding her persona which are not rooted in facts are more likely to be a result of her being the only woman in such a high position of absolute power in Poland rather than her being a communist sadist finding pleasure in humiliating her prisoners, especially men. Moreover, there are many claims that she owes her political career and success to many intimate relationships she had, which again, It's not the way to narrate the biographies of her male colleagues from the party or the ministry. So I came to think that both her supposed brutality and sexual or intimate life is a result of a common perception of women who made a political career, which was not very common at that time. So in itself, it inspired many legends. Women holding the high position of power? She must have had many lovers who helped her career, of course. She could not do it by herself. A woman who is part of the communist system? Of course, she must have been more brutal and violent than her male colleagues. It's very easy to follow that common way of thinking. Still, there are many things I admire about her that cannot be omitted. Her political career, her intellect, her devotion and her persistence to rise to the top of a male-dominated world. So, when politicizing the dead, let's stick to verifiable facts, however unglamorous they can be.